Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's, speaking of answers, let's get answers from a Hall of Famer. We had Jay Wright earlier this hour. He's a Hall of Famer. Let's get the Diddy on. Ray Diddinger, of course, a Hall of Famer. And we just knew upon Eagles Niners, we could not possibly finish this week out before we talked to the Diddy, Ray Diddinger. Ray Diddy, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing good, Joe. How are you doing? I mean, I'm great. There are weeks that just call for Ray. And this <laughs> is one of them. All right, Ray, let me start with this. There's so much to get to. Let's start with this. In my opinion, the answer is yes from what I can remember, but you remember more than me. Is this the most anticipated Eagles regular season game that is not an Eagles-Cowboys game or a very end-of-the-season game because, like, the playoff spot is on the line, in and you win, losing you out. Is this, other than those scenarios, the most anticipated regular season Eagles game you can ever remember? Um, without going way, 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 way back into the dark ages. Um, I mean, I could go back to 1960, you know, Bednarik, Gifford, that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. nobody remembers that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in what, what we refer to as the quote-unquote Super Bowl era, yeah. I mean, if you take the cow, all Cowboys games out of the equation, and there have been some huge ones with the Cowboys, obviously, some of which John was a part of. But mm-hmm. uh, other than that, yeah, this one for sure. Um, just the matchup of the two teams, the excellence of the two teams, the records of the two teams, the grudge factor from last year's championship game, and what's at stake in this game. I mean, very likely, you know, number one seed in the, in the, in the conference uh, coming out of this game. Yeah, I mean, this is as big as a regular season game can get. Ray, were you surprised when you found out to start the week San Fran was favored, and what is your reaction to that? Uh, I was surprised. Uh, I was surprised. Um, but my reaction to it is I think it's just, it, it, it's sort of, I was listening to John before I came on here, and I think John John put it well. I mean, all if, if you watch TV or you read online stuff, all the talking heads and all the quote-unquote experts um, are, I mean, it's, it's everybody's saying the Eagles are lucky. You know, it's, I mean, that is... You know, uh, that, it's, I hear it all the time. I mean, I talked to I talked to a couple guys this week from other cities. You know, NFL guys who I, I've known forever and I respect, uh, and and that's that was what they were saying. Oh man, you, the Eagles are so they are that is a lucky team. So, you know, I said, well, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, they're ten, they're ten and one. Ah, oh, yeah, but they were like, well, wait a minute. You know, look, they, you know, they beat they beat the Cowboys, the Chiefs. And the Bills in consecutive weeks. Yeah. What do they have to do? Beat the Lombardi Packers? I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, it's at, at, a, at a certain point you got to step back and say, you know what, this team's doing something right. Uh, and in the fourth quarter, when you absolutely have to do things right, this team does it all the time. Um, and so, 
I was I, I was surprised. I thought it would be a short line. I thought it might I thought it might be a point point and a half. But I certainly thought the Eagles would be favored. But the fact that I've seen it now and I've actually seen it go up to three in some places uh, just tells me that that's what people are saying. Uh, the Eagles really aren't that good. Well, I guess on Sunday we'll find out. Ray. Uh... Does it strike you as odd that Brock Purdy is now, depending where you look, uh, fifth, sixth, or seventh in MVP odds? I I thought it was a great sign that Jalen Hurts is finally sitting atop that heap. Finally, he's getting the respect he deserves. But Brock Purdy, does he deserve this much respect, Ray? Um, I I think that's... I, I like him. I do. I, I liked him when he was in college. I was very surprised that he went where he did in the draft because I thought he was better than that. Um, so I am, I am kind of a Brock Purdy fan, um, more than I guess a lot of people. But, yeah, I think that's a little bit too much. You know, I think that if, by the definition of most valuable player, uh, important to his, in terms of his importance to his team, um, I mean, Jalen Hurts is – leaps and bounds ahead of where Brock Purdy is but you know Brock Purdy's really good and but I think has you he have improved to, significantly like since last year is is that what this is all about the the major difference that people are seeing in um, him yeah I don't know maybe they're you know maybe people are are sort of overcompensating in the sense that they felt like they didn't give him enough respect last year uh and now they're sort of maybe going a little bit on the extreme to the other side now but in terms of mvp look he's played very well but you know if you look at his numbers john um the the numbers of brock purdy when he's playing with a lead and the numbers of brock purdy when he is behind are like two different players Mm. uh i mean if you look at the touchdown interception ratio uh, and quarterback efficiency rating. If Brock Purdy, then I'm just talking about this year now, mm-hmm. in games when the 49ers are ahead, he's completing 70% of his passes, he's eight touchdowns to zero interceptions, and his quarterback efficiency rating is 120.7. In, in games when he is behind, completion percentage drops to 63, he's two touchdowns to four interceptions, and his quarterback efficiency rating drops to 82. So it's it's like you're talking about two different quarterbacks, and and what that speaks to is the kind of offense that they're running at that point, and the kinds of plays that Shanahan's calling at that point. If if he is ahead, and they if they start fast, and he can play from ahead, and he can run out of a play action offense, he is really really good with the guys the guys they have around him. But if they're behind, and the play action series doesn't have the same effect, uh, and defense can get after him. All of a sudden, that efficiency drops way down. So that's, to me, that's. I mean, if you wanted to boil Saturday, if you wanted to boil Sunday's game down into a nutshell, that's really what it is. And if you're an Eagles fan, that's a little scary because what it demands is that the Eagles start fast and get a lead. Uh, but if they can do that and make Purdy play from the pocket without the advantage of play action, then it makes him a much more beatable quarterback. Ray Dittinger here with us. Ray, you know, I stumbled into an idea yesterday, and I'm not even sure it's right, but I think it's worth floating out there, that San Francisco's whining after they lost the NFC Championship game might demonstrate a character flaw in them that might make them a lesser team than they otherwise could be if they were wired, for instance, like the Eagles, to take accountability and they just handle their business without complaining. Do you, do you – it almost reminds me of James Harden a little bit. Like, well, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Do, do you think there's a chance, while they are great, don't get me wrong, San Fran is great, do you think perhaps they're not as great as they could be because they're wired to whine and not take accountability and that will affect them when adversity kicks in on Sunday? 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, I kind of understand what you're saying, and I kind of agreed with you after the game, after the championship game last year. When I mean they were, I mean they were whining. I mean, they were whining. There's no question about that. And I thought, come on, you know, really. I mean, this is pro football, you know. Uh, and yeah, it's a tough break. You lost your quarterback, but I mean, come on, give the other team, give the other team some credit, you know. I mean, Brock Purdy didn't trip coming off the bus coming into the stadium. I mean, the Eagles knocked him out of the game. Give them credit for that, okay? Uh, I thought it was kind of unprofessional and and unbecoming of the 49ers. Um, but you know, don't. You know, don't sell them short in the uh, in the competitive area, or or the idea that they're coming into this game with a grudge, because I do think they are. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think I think what you have to really assess here is is what the Eagles are made of. You can question what the Forty ers are made of, but you can't question what the Eagles are made of. Um, when when the chips are on the table, the Eagles are a really really good team, and um, and I, I think that the fact that so many people are under underestimating them and so many people are picking the 49ers and it's i mean it's universal it's all across the country everybody likes the niners in this game boy that plays right into nick sirianni's wheelhouse you know i mean all week that's what he's been talking about i guarantee you that's Mm -hmm. what he's been talking about i mean that conversation you had with him about you know the first thing i ever knew about philadelphia was was watching the rocky movies i mean yeah he's been i mean it sounds it sounds kind of silly but he's been hitting that theme all week with a 10 and 1 team. So that's a pretty powerful motivator. Uh, and, you know, I think that, look, I think this is going to be, I mean, we've got all these other subplot things that are kind of swirling around it. But what this is going to come down to on Sunday afternoon is, is just, it's going to come down to the field. And it's going to come to two really good teams lining up and seeing just who's better. And I think it really comes down to the real strength of the two teams, which is the Eagles' offensive line against the 49ers front seven which is very good and it's and it's gotten better since they acquired Chase right. Young. How much better has that defensive front gotten since they added Chase? A lot. A lot. Uh I mean if you, if you look across that line now, you have Bosa and Young at the ends and you have Armstead and Hargrave and in, inside. That is <laughs> that is a really really good defensive line uh and young has and young has helped them a lot listen they were you know they were on a three-game losing streak going into the bye before that trade um since they've acquired him they've they've become a much different team not that they were poor before but he's made them much better and they have three really good linebackers behind them and you know fred warner to me is, is one of the best players in the nfl i mean he's He's really good, and um, you know this game is going to be a little bit of a cat and mouse uh, because I think the 49ers, one of the things they're good at, even though Ryan's is no longer there, they're a smart defense, and they show you a lot of stuff, and they mix a lot of things up, and they're going to throw a lot of stuff at Jalen Hurts in this game, like a lot of teams have done, which I think is part of the reason why they've had trouble early in games because teams are doing so many different things. I mean, everything you studied on tape during the week, all of a sudden on Sunday, teams are throwing a lot of different stuff at you. And I think it's taken Hurts and the coaches a little while to figure it out. Now, once they do in the second half, then they go to work. And you're going to get that plus. You're going to get that, you're going to get that plus with the 49ers because they're, they're multiple uh, and they're uh, and they like to do a lot of different things on defense. They're extremely well coached and disciplined. Um, but you're going to have to. You know, the Eagles are going to have to spend the first half trying to figure some of that stuff out. But it starts at the front seven, and they are really, really good. Ray Dittinger here with us. All right, Ray. We do not know the status of Fletcher Cox, Dallas Goddard, and Lane Johnson for Sunday, other than it's up in the air. 
But with that said, Ray, you did it for years with Angelo's show. This is a big one. Let's get your pick. The Eagles, the 49ers, Sunday at the link. Well, you're right. I mean, it's, 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 it's as big as it gets. And one of the things that the 49ers have working for them uh, is the fact that they are a rested team. I mean, they haven't played since Thanksgiving. Uh, the Eagles are coming off two very emotional, very physical football games. And the one against Buffalo was a five-quarter game where the defense had to play 95 snaps. So the 49ers are fresh, and the Eagles have to be a little bit tired. I'm getting worried here, Ray. I'm getting worried with your pick. All right, keep going. I'm getting worried. Uh, well, no, I'm just, I'm just laying out the reality of it, Joe. I mean, these are. I mean, you can't just you can't just forget about this stuff. It matters. Uh, but I, I really until the, you know, I, I just don't see the Eagles losing big games. There we and go. I, That's I, how we go. Oh, yeah. I just, I just. That was an about face that right was. there, Ray. I Holy thought man. you were headed down the wrong path. <laughs> oh, no, no, wow. no. Well, you know, and and this comes with no guarantee, obviously. But you know, I just don't see the Eagles losing a big game at home like this. I mean, All they know right. they, they they know what's at stake here for sure. Uh, and it's and it's going to be, and it's going to be tough. And I and I do think that I do think the Forty ers are coming in here to prove a point. But the Eagles have met the challenge. Every week when they've played good competition. And I think they'll do it again. So I'm going to say Eagles 27, 49ers 24. Let me say this. Muhammad Ali's rope-a-dope got nothing on Ray Dittinger's rope-a-dope. Ray, wonderful stuff. We'll talk to you in the coming weeks. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. As always, thanks for being on the program. Stay well, Ray. We'll talk soon. Thanks, bud. Always great to be with you guys. See you later. All right. The Diddy. Picking the Eagles. And that was... All right. That was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was not what it was looking like. Hey, let's get to the